the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie. That's amore. When the world seems to shine like you've had too much wine, that's amore. Bells will ring, tingle-ling-a-ling, tingle-ling-a-ling, and you'll sing Vita Bella. Hello, everybody. I hope you're ready for another episode of What a Beautiful Podcast, episode 106? 100? 106, Jack. Yes, 106. Yeah, I think I forgot to say it last time, if I'm being honest. Uh, Maybe you did. I can't remember. Honestly, honestly, I can't remember. But this is, in fact, like Jack said, this is What a Beautiful Podcast. I'm Andy. That's Jack. And you're back Mm -hmm. for another episode. Wild. Yeah, Yeah, it's not like my pop filter just fell off my desk and I was furiously trying to reattach it. (laughs) So you're going to have to forgive all the noises going on in the background in our very, very professional radio production we do here at... What a beautiful podcast, HQ. Oh yeah, we just we're stationed in the beautiful Silicon Valley, and a little little, little place just for us, little headquarters. <laughs> we have a we have one of those uh, shared workspaces, you know. <laughs> we, we have a shared PO box. It costs ten thousand dollars a month. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one of those places. It's like everybody in like b- double business casual, like sitting around with what their the Starbucks. Fuck is that? <laughs> What's double business casual? Well, I, so like business casual would be like, uh, like button down jeans. So this is like <laughs> short sleeve. What? I just, I just envisioned like button down jeans as one thing. Oh no! <laughs> like no! a jeans onesie. Like, is it like, is it like jeans, but there's buttons going all the way down your legs, like on the side of your legs, and you have to yeah. button up your jeans to keep them on your legs. Yeah, they're like track pants, but instead of being convenient, they're a curse. Oh, God, that sounds horrible. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, so it's Jesus. just like a bunch of guys in like short sleeve button downs and and like, uh, you know, like trendy shorts, like sitting around in this like open concept floor of an office building and everybody's like working together, you know, you know what I'm saying? Oh. All the words you're saying make me want to hurl. But that's that's what a beautiful podcast HQ. Oh yeah, we got our unpaid intern uh, Jeremy with C H not J. Jeremy. Yeah, it's spelled like Jeremy, but like C H instead of a J. Jeremy. We're very thankful to our unpaid intern Jeremy, who continues to ask us for money, but we say no. Uh, yeah, he he gets his daily allotted bag of artisanal potato chips, and he will appreciate it. <laughs> I Jack's, hate Jack's the kind of motherfucker that like walks around offering people work, and he pays them and did whatever weird food he's eating. <laughs> Oh man, I would uh, be the I would be the worst Silicon Valley boss. Like I I would set fire to the building before lunch. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, uh, as usual, we're gonna read some comics on this here oh, podcast. Oh yeah, we do that. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> right. supposedly, sub- allegedly, even I I wouldn't say it's a hundred percent fact that we read comics. On yeah, this the podcast, indictment but... has not gone through yet. But uh, the good news for this week is that we have another Jolian chapter. It's back, and it was. Pretty good again, so mm-hmm. I'm in a good it's, mood about it. A great time with it. Uh, maybe I'll I'll keep my uh, my shit talking to a minimal. 
To, yeah. to a minimum. To a minimal. Yeah. To a minimum. Yeah. To a minimal. To a minimalism. Yeah. Yasuho's in it, so it's great. Yeah. Automatically better. Uh, Jajolian, like, if you want to make, like, a Venn diagram of good Jajolian chapters and Jajolian chapters with Yasuho, it's a circle. So, <laughs> that's Perfect. all I have to say about that. <laughs> Bravo. Bravo. Anyway, we had a really bleak, uh, real bleak uh, Vento Oreo couple chapters yeah, last week. Yeah, Sephiroth's dead. Yeah, Sephiroth's, Sephiroth's dead. A spoiler alert if you weren't with us last time. We did lose a yeah, I mean, it's, last it's... week. Yeah, he's he just kicked the bucket. He did a useful thing though, fortunately for the team, and showed gave them a impression of the boss's face and fingerprints. Uh, and, then, and the fingerprints. I forgot yep. about the fingerprints. That's really the key thing. The face you can barely make out, but the the fingerprints, those are useful. <laughs> those are useful. And then Except for the a... fact that the boss is not on any records anywhere ever. But we do have a mysterious new character that we definitely spoiled because I couldn't remember who it was. And Jack had to give me some really heavy hints because I... I'm an idiot. <laughs> it's not even text. I mean, it's not even subtext. It was just text. Yeah. It's like, fuck. <laughs> I was, yep, I, I completely forgot that this was the point where that this character joins the story, but if you can guess who it is, or you already know, be excited, because it's great. If you somehow didn't figure it out after, thank God, I will, uh, you'll see when he gets here. Because, oh, yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll get there in time. Mm -hmm. But for now, we're on Pronto on the Line, Part 2, Chapter 113 of... Vento Oreo. We pick up we... with our friend Vinny Dops talking to an ice cream cone, and the boss is talking back. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the boss talking right now as an ice a melted ice cream cone of mint chip drips down its entire face. Go from the top, Andy. Mm -hmm. The thing about fear is that it comes from unexpected places in the past. I feared this would happen. I feared it from the moment I learned of my daughter's existence. I can tell. Yes, I can tell. Those traitors, I have no doubt that they have discovered something that I don't know. And he's standing over the, uh, the crumbled wreckage of the, the death mask and the, the fingerprints from Moody Blues. Giorno uh, or someone like broke it apart so it was hard to tell. But we see. He didn't like, do a very good job though, because he left the entire face intact. Yeah, he sure did. <laughs> um, the and fuck, we see, like, The big, like the big chunk with the face on it in the foreground. I like how it looks, like from a little farther away, just like. Yeah. <laughs> While Vinny Dops is combing through the wreckage. Um. Yeah, this is still the boss talking. No, Vinny Dops starts talking, and then the boss comes in. Oh, oh, this. Damn it. He actually did differentiate the speech bubbles, so like, I appreciate yeah, that. Okay. Yeah. Just what exactly did they discover? You killed Abaccio, and they never had the time to find anything. It is something I didn't expect. They are no longer here in Sardinia. Chase them, Dapio. You must chase them personally. And one more thing. Chocolata and Seco. I was hoping I would never have to ask those filth for assistance, but I have no choice. Tell those two to stop them. This will be the end. Do you understand me, Dapio? I must crush my fear. Now is the time. I must overcome it right now. That is what it means to live. Fade out. And we see 
on on the clouds in the background, uh, who who is presumably uh, Shakalata and Seko. Um, who are going to we'll be our two? Them. Yeah, they're going to be our two antagonists for this really, really, really overlong arc coming up. <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> One more stop on the stand of the week train before we hit the final battle, and Araki loves to. Rocky loves to put over long stand battles right before the final boss fight. It happened in part four. It happened in part three. It ha- it always happens. Because <laughs> in part four, it was the that combo of three stands that in the anime, they kind of just smushed together. And then it was like, mm-hmm. ah, final stop. Let's go. And then in part three, it was the, uh, the you know, the double whammy of uh, oh, Darby ice, Younger ice. and Vanilla Ice. Yeah. Yeah. Which on their yeah. own are both great encounters, but together, back to back, a little too long. <laughs> bit, a bit rough. Yeah. A bit rough. Um, but we're back to uh, our boys getting a cyber call. This, this is 1998 Skype. That's yeah. What, this is. <laughs> what is this? Is this TeamSpeak? <laughs> are they using oh. TeamSpeak? <laughs> it's Ventrilo, actually. <laughs> Anyway, um, I'll, I'll be reprising my role as our mysterious computer man. Yeah, as our wheels guy. Mm-hmm. Now let me tell you about the past. There is a place called Cape York in Greenland, where nobody but the Inuit live. There is a famous meteorite crater there. When did it fall? I don't know. But they say it has been tens of thousands of years since. This tale comes from the year 1978. Oh boy, weird exposition dump. <laughs> Yeah, let me know when you want to tag out. (laughs) Eleven surveyors were conducting a survey for mineral resources within that crater. Two of them contracted a disease of unknown origin and died. Those two developed tumors across their entire bodies. They died within 48 hours. At that point, their bodies looked like tomato sauce. Oh, Oh, sick. Great, great, great visual. Um... (laughs) That region is the coldest area of the tundra. There were no bacteria or viruses exist. Government doctors investigating the cause of the disease discovered that both of these men had fallen while inside the crater and received minor cuts to their hands and feet. The old, that was the one thing they had in common. And the doctors reached one conclusion. A virus had slept for tens of thousands of years within that meteorite in the crater. It entered their bloodstreams from those cuts and infected them. That was the only possible cause. The virus may have flown in, flown in on the meteorite, and the disease's symptoms included unbelievable physical changes to the body of one of the infected men. Those facts are recorded in medical records. He was lying in bed unconscious, but suddenly sparks flew from his fingers as if it were a stun gun and burnt the fingers off one of the doctors treating him. And it seems later, after he died, they couldn't find the, the rock that caused those wounds. The reason I know these facts is because I wondered, where did this arrow come from? So I analyzed the roots of its composition. The material this arrow is made of is from the, is the same as the rocks in the Cape York Crater. Ooh, Ooh origin spooky. of stands revealed. Space rocks. Space, Space rocks. rocks. Uh, <laughs> the stand arrows continue to be a really weird and weak plot point, but I, I digress. <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Hundreds of years ago, no, I actually don't know how long ago it was, humans from ages past sought to acquire powers like an almighty god. I doubt they knew about viruses, but they knew about these rocks, and they made them into arrows. 
That is what these are. The killer virus performs a culling of life. This is a theory known as viral evolution. Nearly everyone who is infected by that virus dies, but some people, by coincidence, have the capability to survive, and the virus rewards the survivors by granting them a new life ability. And you have proof of that, do you not? Within your own bodies. These are the roots of this arrow. They are its basic principles. We all know the boss was too thoughtless with the arrow. It's been destroyed. But how did you get one? As I told you, the virus chooses people. I don't know how many arrows exist in the world, but the arrow is drawn to those who are capable. By coincidence, I obtained it in Egypt. Your boss also found his in Egypt. What is the secret power that we need to obtain from this arrow? I shall tell you in Rome. You absolutely must meet with me. And I will only tell one of you because the secret power must not be leaked to anyone else. I suppose, I suppose soon this call will be tapped, but I promise you that a new dimension will be open to the one who learns the secret method. It is a fact that there is no other way to defeat King Crimson. We have no proof that you're telling the truth, but even though I don't know who you are, I do know the boss would come to eliminate you if you heard this. We will trust you. How should we meet? Come to the Colosseum in Rome. Once you come, you will know. I will be waiting at all times of the day at the Colosseum. All will be clear once you arrive. And then we uh, travel by map to Rome. <laughs> mm-hmm. Travel by... Uh, is this Rome? Is this oh, Rome is this still seaside? Sardinia? I don't know. It kind of looks like we were traveling No, I map. think this is Rome. I think uh, we're in Rome now. Okay. Um, on the... On the seaside and we got a couple of couple of drunk guys i'll let you hang- do these guys jack <laughs> yeah <clears throat> couple of drunk guy- one guy's trying to get his drunk friend from like hanging on this water fountain <clears throat> come on stand up you're not supposed to do that get your hands off of me i told you you can't do that stop clinging on to it shut up i'm gonna do it What's wrong with taking a leak? I'm gonna do it and nothing can stop me. Come on, man. It's not a toilet, it's a fountain. Frickin' drunkard, if you want a toilet, there's one right here. Ah, that's nice. This guy starts pissing in a mailbox. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna do it! (laughs) And what... God, what a tableau. What a tableau. And watching these two go at it uh, is Mr. Enorantia. (laughs) We'll disembark once those drunks leave. I'll hold the turtle in the ranch. <laughs> oh, God. This is the first time in a while we've seen, like, people in the turtle talk to people outside of the turtle. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bruno is just looking up out of the turtle talking to Mista. And get a car as soon as you can. We can reach Roma city limits within 45 minutes, even if we don't take the autostrada. Yeah, I know. We got here at just the right time. Even the moon is blocked by the clouds now. Is the autostrada like the autobahn? I'm assuming. Oh, uh, I actually don't know. In... All right, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Mister glances to the right. See, are these the same drunks? No, these are two different drunks passed out on a bench. Oh yeah, Dang. there's several. There's several drunks out tonight. They 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 came out on Thirsty Thursday. Clearly. <laughs> oh God, is Thirsty Thursday every day at night in Rome? I, I I I guess you know. I mean, it really Thirsty Thursday is more of a state of mind. If you think I was about, about to say, <laughs> <laughs> living that Thirsty Thursday lifestyle. <laughs> Shit, damn! Is there a party out here tonight? There's some drunks asleep over there too. 
Now I gotta remember these voices. <laughs> Shit. You don't get it! Fuck, that's just Mr. You don't get it, do you? That's a drinking fountain! Look go of me, I'm a man of my word, and I'm gonna do it right now! Come on, man, people are gonna get pissed! Over here! S stop it! Let me go! Let go of me! I'm a man of my word! Still, like, clinging oh, on to this oh water Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah, I'm about to turn this page. Mm -hmm. Ah, there it go. There <laughs> it go. And while uh, this man who is clinging to the water fountain, his friend tries to pull him away and just pulls his entire torso with one arm attached off of the rest of his body. No way. Get over here, you drunkard. The toilet's right here. Shut up. I'm gonna do it. Still, while this man's, uh, most of his body is attached to the drinking fountain. See? Here. Here. You can let it all out here. Hey. I can't get my pants down, man. The zipper's too far away. <laughs> How am I supposed to reach it? Go again for me, man. What the fuck, dude? Have you ever been so drunk that, uh... <laughs> When you ever been legs... so drunk you've been uh, cut in half at the waist and you think that your zipper is too far away? <laughs> yeah. Dude, my... <laughs> I can't feel my legs. Dude, why is my lower body all the way on the other side of the room? Bruh, what'd you put Bruh. in my drink? Uh, and we see that uh, the parts where his torso and arm have been sheared off have been replaced by a gray mold. Mm. That's what this is gonna be. Mm. Uh, Fun stuff ahead of us. <laughs> yeah, Mister sees this, looks through his binoculars at the other men lying on the bench who have also been eaten by mold and are dead. The I like start... that this next panel just kind of uh, it, it just like uh, drops the pretense. It's like, all right, this is a stand, this is a stand fight. Let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> yeah, hit the ground running. We got fourteen chapters of this. Let's yep. go, let's go. <laughs> The ranchers start looking. The host. Find the host. He's even attacking them. Those innocent villages. He's being thorough about it. It's an indiscriminate attack. Ambush. It's the enemy. Oh, Pulls shit. Out his As gun. usual, Mista gets gets the bad stuff first. <laughs> yeah, and immediately after he pulls out his gun, uh, mold starts growing on his hand. I would love to oh, know boy. how much blood Mista lost across this entire part like gallons. all the times that Jorno has healed mista just like the gallons of how blood. much oh blood. god there's no way somebody has somebody estimated this <laughs> no i mean we know how much blood is in a person come on oh come okay on. oh wow not a lot huh 1.2 to 1.5 gallons yeah so I mean, obviously the blood the blood spurts are exaggerated for sure. Well, of course, but like I, I always thought it was like more than like one and a quarter gallon jugs of water. That's just like our, that's all your you blood know, in there. Our veins and arteries are pretty small, so yeah, yeah. Um, but Mister has the oh. goop on him, and that's the end of that chapter. So now we're jumping into Destination, uh, the yeah. Colosseum in Roma. Just be you know, just because Green Day and Oasis wasn't long enough, there's two, no. We have to have these. We have to have chapters. these interstitial chapters that are basically still part of the story arc. <laughs> oh God! Uh, Vinny Dops is actually talking on a phone for once. What? <laughs> yeah, wow, <clears throat> boss! It seems their destination is Roma. I just got a report that Bucalati is landing at a fishing village near Roma. Listen, Dapio. 
A loud chocolata. What? I'm I'm listening. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey Dapio, <laughs> Dapio. <laughs> Allow Chocolata to put a stop to Pucalati to Pucalati's team and eliminate them. However, you must follow these two. These two men. It's rare for me to feel disgust, but Chocolata in particular is the worst of the worst. I imagine he'll carve a path of destruction through Roma. You will have to take control in the end. Whatever Trish knows and whatever Bucalati is searching for in Roma, those two men must not be allowed to find out. Hmm. What kind of people are they? Do you mind if I ask? Chocolata. Age 34. Former doctor. This jester-looking motherfucker. <laughs> this guy is a JRPG party member that turns evil in the third act yeah <laughs> some years ago some two years ago he made a mistake and accidentally killed one of his parents oh oh so, you know that i you fucked up man but you know accidents happen <laughs> yeah he was uh, yeah accidentally he was fired from his hospital and then he joined passion however his true nature became apparent once he became a stand user chocolata did not kill his patient Oh, did I, I? Patient, not parents. What the fuck? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. Patient. <laughs> Chocolata did not kill his patient by accident. He did it on purpose. The only mistake he made was getting caught. We now know that there are at least four cases where he deliberately diagnosed illnesses in healthy people and performed surgery on them. He would also weaken the anesthetic dose so his patients would wake up during surgery. And why would he do such a thing? The reason Chocolata became a doctor was not to treat the sick. It was to observe the death and suffering of other people. It is unknown how many people he has killed, but when he observes a death, his curiosity is satisfied with unparalleled happiness. During those moments, he feels as if he is superior to all other humans. He even feels that he understands the truth of life. I ordered an investigation into Chocolata's youth. His grades were among the top of his class. At the age of 14, he began volunteering to help care for the bedridden and elderly patients for two years. He was even publicly commended by the city for it. But in reality, he would feed these elderly patients unknown medicines, put them on diets that ruin their blood pressure, and tell them, day after day, that nobody would ever visit them, driving them to such despair that they killed themselves. Jesus Christ. What the fuck? This, <laughs> what the fuck am is, I reading? <laughs> yeah, are we reading like a 90s comic? Is this a, is this a snuff film? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Welcome oh, to yikes. What a Beautiful Snuff Film. <laughs> oh man, is that our spin-off podcast yeah. where we try to like dare yeah. each other to watch an actual snuff film? Oh, Just God. like every episode is like, we're gonna do it this time. I we're promise, we're on the dark web, we're gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway Continue. in his home there are 25 videotapes of the facial expressions of those elderly patients what the fuck yeah going for like an ed guy kind of a deal here yeah like okay mm -hmm. it appears that it was after the ninth suicide that he became a sp he began aspiring to become a doctor Seco is an incomprehensible man. He was a former patient of Chocolata's, and the two get along well. Seco will not obey orders from anybody other than Chocolata. 
Originally, I did not want to let them live, but I kept Chocolata on in case of times like these, because ultimately, their stand abilities are more reliable than anyone else's. Once they're let loose, they will run amok. 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 That's a weird word to see in, in writing. <laughs> uh, is that what you mean? That is why you must follow them. You are the only one I can trust. Understand, you are my greatest. Roger that, boss. That is my reason for living as well. Oh, uh, oh my god. Okay, so this wasn't a real phone. He uh, No, borrowed... because we zoom out and we see that <laughs> Vinny Dobbs was talking on a toy phone that he borrowed from a girl next to him. Did I keep you waiting? Thanks a lot, miss. Uh, uh, hands it back to the little girl. She picks it up. Uh, hello? Hello? Um, trying to see if she can talk to the crazy man on the other line. No. No. And cut back to Mrs. Molting Gross Hand. Yeah, Naranch is not excited about it. No, he's not. The hell is that, mister? What did you get? When did you get that on you? I don't know. Find the host, Naranch. Where is he? Find him. What? Bruno, uh looks and sees like oh man this is bad this is a horror movie like which horror movie is this because this definitely took inspiration from something i don't know i'm like, trying to think about any horror movie i've seen where people just start melting all over the place and i nothing's coming to mind <laughs> yeah this feels to me like a stephen king short story almost yeah like, i wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm uh rancher pulls out aerosmith uh, we zoom in on different parts of the Roman pier, uh, and man, all these people are just dead and dying. Ugh. Oh shit, we already got civs dying all over the place. Some of them are still alive. Looks like you don't die right away. The enemy's got the entire village within range. D damn it, that's gonna make the host hard to find. Explain the situation, mister. We look at this our stuff. great god, Guido Mista, in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> this stuff just popped out of nowhere. I never saw it get to me. This, this mold-looking stuff. It's like it's melting my body. It looks like it came out from under my skin. Got the same stuff popping out of the villages, too. Their bodies are falling apart. Oh, back to the two drunk friends. Stay, stay back. What happened to you? Don't get near me. Do my zipper, man. Bring it over to me. Oh, this is a horror show. Let me take a leak. Ugh, don't touch me. Uh, other friend, because uh, they've been climbing the stairs at this point, other friend jumps off these stairs back to ground level and immediately splotches apart, giving us a clue about this stand. And he tries to run in place uh, without his legs. Stay back! Don't get close to me! Hey, you're not running anywhere. <laughs> oh, man. These two. These two. Yikes, dude. Fucking yeah, yikes. This, this got bad quick. <laughs> shit, shit, Bucalotti! We can't disembark here. We're sure as hell not going to make it past the stairs and into the parking lot. Do you detect any breathing on the water? Nobody's at sea! Please, Bucalotti. Please wait, Bucalotti. We shouldn't move. We shouldn't move until we at least know what's attacking us. That'll only make matters worse. 
One thing's for sure, that thing's gonna attack us as soon as we step on the land. Jorno! Oh no. Oh no. Narancia gets in the boat and. Oh, Narancia got molding. it really bad. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, because he jumped down into the boat. Mm. Mm. It's in my body! Oh, God. Yeah, he is just covered in it immediately. Oh, and now Trish oh, and has it, and Jorno yeah, has it, and everybody's going to die. Everyone in the turtles got it. We were lying, guys. This is how it all ends. <laughs> yeah. Well, where is it attacking from? Get back here in the ranch and grab on. Mister, pull your arm back. There's a switch on something that activates the stand's attack. Oh? Activates its attack? What do you mean? Whoa! It attacks when I lower my hand. Now that you mention it, it first appeared on my hand when I reached into my boot to grab my gun. That drunk got attacked when he jumped down the stairs, and the other one was already going down the stairs. And the ranchie just jumped down from here onto the boat. It begins when... Oh, oh fuck. It begins its attack when your body moves up beneath its current position, but if this keeps up, you're all gonna... Oh, God. The ranch is in a bad place. Covered All right, in this mold. So, uh, do you want Seco or Chocolata? Um, I'll do, um, I'll do Chocolata. Okay. Uh, what's, what's, what is this fucker sound? Yeah, like? he has to be really creepy and, and just like off. He needs to sound really off. Mm. Or, or does he go the other way? Is he really happy about what he's seeing? Mm. I guess it could go either or, honestly. Yeah, let me try out some stuff. Are you listening, Seko? The thing you need to pay the most attention to is the battery. If you tell me nothing got recorded once it's over, I'm going to be very upset. Is the camera rolling? They're not descending. He's not descending into the boat to help him. Did someone discover the behavior of my green day already? (laughs) Fascinating. Yes, very good. Very, very good. Yeah, I like that. That's good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very much like film student who's way too into this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want right, to do another folks. check? Yeah, let's get this started. Green Day and Oasis yeah. Part 1. Here we fucking go. <laughs> Molds everywhere. Mm-hmm. Trish, Jorna, and Bucalati here. Mold. I don't know who's saying mold. Mold. <laughs> oh, it's Jorna. Okay. This, this is all Jorno here. Mold. I've read about this before. There is a type of mold that prefers moving to lower altitudes, but they have little capability to expand their range of habitation by themselves. Those molds first infect insects, then multiply and kill the insects once it moves to a lower altitude. These molds must, these molds have many names, including the grasshopper mold and cordyceps. You don't think that's real? I'm about to find out. Yeah, let's uh, let's fact check our boy Ara- Araki real quick. Uh, mm, mm. I'd say it's one of those things where it's like half true, half not. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, give it to him. All right, let's go. all right. And they turn the dead insects into a nutrient source. This is the same thing. If you move to a lower altitude than your current position, it re- reacts and begins its attack. This is a stand. Why would it behave that way? So it can continue, so it can keep expanding the stand's effective range. It spreads from corpse to corpse, just like the mold growing from a dead bug. It makes you die only after you start moving, and then the mold's range can grow as far as it likes. 
I guess this is still Georgia. There's more down there. Yeah. Oh, and that's exactly what they want, too, because stand abilities are the, un- are the unconscious talents of their owners. I guess, oh, yeah, this boy. is still Jorno. Climb up, Narantia. Get off the boat and onto the shore. Oh, Narantia's so frightened, his, he's kind of like out of proportion. Mm-hmm. Mr. Hurry, over here. Come on, move it. Oh, boy. Oh, there boy. goes his foot. Yeah, there goes the first foot. Just falls right off. The ranch, uh... My foot is rotting! Throw the turtle, Narancha. Throw it to Mista. Oh, no. Well, fingers fall off. He's got fingers fall off disease. Oh, you hate <sighs> to see it. He he drank that, uh... He drank that finger fall off juice. Uh, yeah, he drank... <laughs> <laughs> he took that pill that makes your fingers fall off. Oh, God. Okay, Narancha, that's just right. Stay where you are. Narancha is literally... <laughs> he is beyond freaking the fuck out. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's covered in mold. The turtle's covered in mold. Uh, Mista fires a bunch of bullets. Sex pistols are here doing what? Oh, they're going to set the boat on fire by shooting the engine. I guess that's one way to launch them all off the boat. <laughs> yeah, just a catapult. Cool. Both you and the turtle are right where you need to be. But um. Yeehaw! <laughs> Love it. Uh, Narancha and the turtle flung onto the pier. Uh, Bukalati is slurping out of the turtle. Good work, Mista. The attack won't happen as long as we keep moving up. Oh, and there's Green uh, we Day. Get... Yeah, there's Green Day right there. Green Day kinda... is a neat looking stand. <laughs> yeah, kind of looks like a, a cucumber with a, a sprinkler in its head. A cucumber? I always went for cactus personally oh yeah all right that works too it could you know it's both yeah it couldn't be both they're both green um stand name green day host chocolata and we see a gas coming out of the sprinkler in green day's head like they got back up not even one of them died they all got back onto the shore can you imagine if uh, Purple Haze was still with us? The battle between Green Day and Purple Haze. That'd be so fucking gross. I don't even know how you, like, draw that. Because it would basically just be, like, these two stands trying to outgas each other. <laughs> I would love to see it because, like, it would be a melt fight. Yeah. Who can melt Who can the melt other one faster? quicker? <laughs> yeah. Because Purple Haze is six shots and Green... It, that would be a cool fight. And then you could have, like, Giorno, uh, like, ripping stuff out of the, the um, like, the wall or, like, any kind of, like, brickwork and, like, turning it into skin and, like, slapping it on each other. That would have been, fu- that would have been fun to see, but, like, Fugo doesn't square with the rest of the comic up to this point. Yep. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, back to Mist and Bucolati. <clears throat> What now, Bukalati? We can't go out to the sea anymore. If Jorno's right that this mold expands its range with corpses, be smarter to get a car from upstairs and leave the village, rather than to hunt blindly for the host. Either way, our top priority is to make it to Roma as soon as possible. How's the treatment going, Jorno? It won't be easy to heal him in this village. There's live mold inside his wounds. Okay, I didn't mean to hear that. Keep going. <laughs> All right, mister. You hold on to the turtle. It's really fucking gross in there. We can ascend <laughs> safely. We should be able to make it to the cars. 
Back in the Turtle, Trish, Naranch, and Jorno. Bercalati, the man's a bit too cold. He didn't even ask anything like, Narancia, are you all right? Oh, oh I thought it was, she was talking to Bukalati. Well, okay, he's talking about Bukalati. Yeah. And just now, you were desperately trying to climb out of the boat. When what did he say? He just emotionlessly ordered you to throw the turtle. What are you so mad about? That's what anybody would have done. I went down into the boat. All's well that ends well, but we could have all died right here. And if Bukalati never told me to throw the turtle, I might have dropped it into the sea. I know that. What I'm saying is, in other words, he treats everyone here too coldly. Is it like, um, I, I don't really know how girls think, but, but do you wish he'd ask, are you okay, and worry about you? Is that what you want? <laughs> just is like, oh, yeah. Yeah, actually, wow, I never thought about it like that. Yeah. I already know Bukalati real well, but you want to get him, you want to know him better from now on. Wait, are you talking about me? Well, the most important thing right now is making sure we all get to Roma. You can take the time to figure out how you feel after that. I had it real tough. Let's, let's get some rest. I get it now. I think that just explained how they managed to survive for so long after betraying the boss. Sacco, you got all that, right? The looks of desperation on their faces as they cling to life? <laughs> you need to make Sacco sounds. <laughs> oh, uh, we didn't describe these guys. So Shakalata oh, okay, yeah. um, has like green ball dreads and is wearing like a doc, kind of like a, a priest garb with a lattice cross in and, the front. And, and like, um, I don't know what that is on people. his face. If that's like weird facial hair or a tattoo or it's a... like the, it's like the Jobin tattoo. It's like the fucking Okuyasu tattoo. It's whatever. Yeah. It's face decoration. Face tattoos are in vogue in JoJo timeline always. Mm -hmm. um, and Seko is like, he's a, like, like in a gimp suit with uh, like sewing patterns. Well, it on it almost looks like he should be a stand. <laughs> yeah, basically. Like, if it Seko wasn't for not... the human eyes, I would think he's a stand. <laughs> yeah, it's a gimp suit that's been sewn together, and like the mask is like two halves and the middle is sewn together but just enough for you to see his eyes and nose mm -hmm. um and he's presenting uh Chocolata with this camera showing the ranch's screaming face on it which is amazing Ooh, good 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 that's an excellent recording seko the spiritual powers of humans emerges when their curiosity is stimulated. It is not the will to live, but curiosity which drives humans to evolve. I can't wait to see, I can't wait to see how these people will die. Oh, oh, sorry, I forgot. I'll give you a treat for getting such a nice recording. Do you want two? I like to imagine, now that I'm thinking about it, that Seko talks like the voice samples in Banjo-Kazooie. Please. <laughs> three? You want three of these sweet things? Three, you greedy rascal. Ooh, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> Dude, yes. I will never be able to relate to people that hate those. I'll never be able to relate. It's so funny. <laughs> like I remember when ukulele came out, so many were people were complaining about the voice samples being annoying, and I'm like, you guys are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh, yeah, I never had a problem with them. They're they're so silly and dumb. Yeah, it's, 
Mm -hmm. Fine then, you'll get three. Here it comes, Sacco, get ready for three. Pop, pop, pop. Throws them in three different directions. Sacco, lightning quick, eats all three. Grabs them in his gross scarecrow teeth. Oh, no, he grabs two uh, in his weird scarecrow teeth. I don't know what that means, but that's what these are. Uh, whoops, sorry. One went off the ledge. Uh, Seko, what is it? Like, spits one out, ricochets it to get the one that was going over the ledge, and catches the third one. Uh, he's very skilled. <laughs> crunch, 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 crunch. Good, 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 good. You're wonderful, Seko. Now go. Fukulati's probably trying to go to get a car next. Go, Seko. Use your oasis. Guess we'll have to uh, find out what Oasis is uh, next, time. next time. That's a fun voice to do. I'm glad I, I went with, like, man who is way too happy about watching people melt. <laughs> oh, man, I really like the cover to the next chapter. It's oh, so good. Shit. Holy cool. fuck. It's got, so we got everybody posing, and Trish is using Mista as a chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Mist is kind of just confused about it. It's like, and it's I... got this like cool like fisheye lens look next to the Colosseum. It's neat. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's very it's it's very cool. Yeah. Um, all but, right, Jojolian time. Yeah, Jojolian, Jojolian, Jojolian. Chapter I... seventy seven. God help us all. What's mm. the chapter called, Jack? Mm. Mm. Sorry, I took a, I took a big gulp of water. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Number 77, Equivalent Exchange in the University Hospital, Part 1. I, this, Their desire for that fruit cannot be burnt out. I don't know what's going on in this cover. So we got Jobin and, and Gappy here, and they're holding... Sarugi? Sarugi, yeah, Sarugi's his name. Like, yeah, and <laughs> I think to like symbolize they both have uh, reasons for getting the fruit... And I don't know what sort of It just kind of looks like some weird twisted family picture of these like two gay dads and their and their weird kid <laughs> and their weird son. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, we got exposition now. I forgot about this. The I true wonder who's saying this. Fruit. Oh, is this just the narrator? It is the narrator. Medically and also pharmaceutically, it's a finding that has not been published anywhere. But the rare fruit discovered in the plateaus of Papua New Guinea, the Rakakaka, was found to have a medical use. A pitcher for the Saiten birdies, Akun, had ruined his right shoulder and was told it would never recover. He was about to retire, but then he ate a Rakakaka, and his damaged shoulder traded with his lower jaw, allowing him to become a player making 600 million yen this season. This is equivalent exchange. The ability to... To equivalently exchange an ailing part with a healthy part. Oh, this was Josuke this whole time. Um, but real quick, this is we saw this happen uh, like thirty chapters ago, like two years ago. We saw oh boy, um, <laughs> we saw that one rock guy that got uh, bust, busted. Oh, that's fun. If you get Man. killed by a bust, you can say you're busted. Oh, I, I need to. to I need to pop. reread the colored chapters to like catch up with some of this old stuff because man i do not remember most of it <laughs> yeah it's, it's I, hard. what i do remember is like the weird kind of like uncanny vibe that the early chapters of jajolian give off that's what i remember but i don't necessarily remember the story beats super well yeah well we saw this guy eat that fruit and get it his lower jaw is now like stone like it's a stone person's mm-hmm. but really bad um <clears throat> One half of my body is Kujo Josefumi, 
and one half of it is Kiryu Oshikage. Two separate bodies tied together through a cooling exchange, and my memories were lost. That was the new Rakakaka. Who was it that stole its branch from the burning orchard? <laughs> is, are you Joshu? I've uh, I'll, been be, I'll be, yeah, I don't remember if I ever gave him a voice. I, we, well, honestly, when was the last time Joshu fucking talked? <laughs> uh, I think when he talked about sucking his mom's tit. <laughs> what the fuck, Jadrolian? Why are you so weird? <laughs> yeah, where's that mom now? Yeah, right? Oh, God. Stop being so, like, weirdly mediocre, Jadrolian. It upsets me. <laughs> it upsets me so much. <laughs> anyway. Oh. Hey! What's with this guy showing up all of a sudden? Seriously, there's something fishy here. What are you doing at our house out of the blue like this? Plan appraiser, are you the one who lit the fire? Uh, I really like the Gilbert Godfrey Joshi. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of fun. Uh, Mama Zuka Rise. Uh, oh, Mama Zuka Rise alive, by the way, and he is complete. Yeah. Because uh, they did a thing where it's like, oh, is he dead? No, he's fine. Yeah. He can turn into ropes. Even though Plan Appraiser has had death flags for like the last ten chapters, but had uh, death flags since he was introduced. Yeah. <laughs> I still think he's gonna die at some point. Oh, but, absolutely. Yeah, but so is uh Norisuke. He's he's uh, he's another one with like large ass death flags. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unfortunately, because he's the best he's the best jo- Jodo dad, easily. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Hey Plan Appraiser, fess up! Cut that out, Joshu. You're way off track. He's the one that grew them, all of our fruit, and that orchard that burned down. I called him here to protect our fruit. Jobin uh, gives uh, Jobin a look as like he's like trying to out himself. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Like Jobin, you ever hear of uh, keeping heavily. cool? <laughs> no, never. Yeah. Jobin has never been chill, not once. <laughs> So the plan appraiser we ne- we were never allowed to meet before suddenly shows up just to chat. Is that what you're suggesting? The Higashikata estate was attacked because of a branch of an incredibly valuable fruit called a rakakaka was in the burned orchard. Everyone was after it, and the orchard was lit on fire, and a fire engine came. The ones riding in the ambulance, I couldn't see their faces, but they took the rakakaka. Rock humans. Dun, dun, dun. Sweat, 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 sweat. <laughs> Tsurugi is barely keeping it together. I'll do Jobin here. Yeah. The people in the ambulance. Josuke, you mm. say they took the branch. Are you certain of that? Hmm. What do you mean, am I certain? You're the only one saying you saw them steal the branch. Was it really the ones in the ambulance that took the Rakakaka? Yeah, there were two of them. Someone was... Fucking sliding a mister. Yes, there were two of them. Someone riding in the ambulance took it. There it is. Then it shouldn't take long to track the culprits down. The ambulances that would come to this house come from the fire station or jurisdiction of the university hospital. Sweating, sweating. Sarugi's <laughs> like, I'm gonna lose it, boss. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna lose, it. lose it. <laughs> I'm gonna squawk like a canary. Okay, this is uh, this is Mamazuka talking. I I can't even remember what I gave him for his voice. <laughs> Man, it's it it, it's really matters. hard to do with Jolian, so I'm just gonna make it up. Roll with it. 
In the interest of explaining the situation in our goals, the Rakakaka branch will start to bear fruit in a minimum of ten days. That's our time for reviving the Rakakaka, seeing as if the branch bears fruit, it's over. After, after that point, reviving it will be impossible. The Rakakaka branch will start being processed. A plant appraiser, what the hell kind of plant starts bearing fruit in just 10 days? You're really expecting us to buy that asshole? Yes, I'll take 10 assholes, please. <laughs> yeah, can, can I get a baker's dozen of assholes? Oh, right away, sir. If you do a graft of the branch to a cactus, then it's possible. Grafting makes the branches prone to getting diseased, taking that risk into account. Putting it in a potted plant is a logical course of action. It's likely hidden somewhere, grafted to a potted cactus. What's with these, like, cact... What's with the cacti? Does Japan get cactus? I, maybe they like cactus? I don't know. I don't know. That's what we need to find. A potted cactus. Nope! Sarugi's fucking losing it. Um, uh, What's her ka- name? Is this ka- Kato? <laughs> or was it Hato? Ha- Hato. Hato. Hey, Daddy. The two weeks for the Rakakaka fruit is important and all, but what about our ancestral orchard? It burned down. What are we going to do now? It's going to take years and years to get it back to how it was. I'll be an old granny by then. <laughs> Big sis Hato. On that subject, listen to me. I've got an idea that'll put everybody's minds at ease. I'm the Higashikata family's second son that everybody counts on, after all. No one said that, Jobin. Joshu, I forget your name. (laughs) (laughs) Until new fruit trees grow, we can do a new business with the burnt land. So then there won't be any changes with the job of the Higashikata family orchard. New business? Oh, Daya's here. Oh, Daya hasn't had a speaking role in like four years. Oh God. Uh, I'll just do. I'll make something up. Yeah. Huh? What do you mean? <laughs> we start a mushroom, a matsutake. Uh, we start a matsutake mushroom hunting tour in the orchard. Moira is full of vacation home families, so I'm sure there'll be plenty who'll who'll drop their money on that. Mushroom hunting? Uh, are there any Matsutake mushrooms growing on our land? It's a tour where you search out a target. We just gotta stick four or five under some leaves somewhere. Like maybe some from China. The mystery and romance of Villa Land. For spring, we'll do a bamboo shoot hunting tour. Let's adopt some red pandas and make a go-kart track. Uh, big bro <laughs> Joshu. Bro... Hey, big bro Joshu, listen. What's it? What is it, Daya? Everybody left. Huh? <laughs> Where'd they go? <laughs> but I like your ideas. I'll be cheering you on, big bro. It's a tradition in the Higashikata family not to get too much recognition when you're still pretty young, after all. Dad! Hadachan! Come on! You gotta hear me out! <laughs> Wait, Back to Josuke. Mean Bean Man and Josuke. About the one who lit the orchard on fire, it wasn't poor Tom. And it wasn't the ones in the ambulance. 
Tom only came to the orchard because it was on fire. I like how he had to draw poor Tom's, like, he copy-pasted poor Tom's <laughs> yeah, face twice. In, in the same page. Like, all right, all right, what, all right Iraqi, we, we get it. Yeah, this, this guy <laughs> and this guy. Poor Tom came in order to prevent the branch from being destroyed in the fire or recovered by us. It wasn't poor Tom? Then Mamazuka-san, who are you saying lit the fire? After seeing the whole family together, just now, I've figured it out. The culprit is Jobin. Jobin lit the orchard on fire. Jobin is the main villain of part eight, confirmed. What? (laughs) What? Jobin. Oh, that's just okay, sorry. Oh, Jobin, the eldest son? Well, he definitely has some views that are different from Norske-san's. Be that as it may, he wouldn't try to burn the Rakakaka Bridge. He wants it too. Also, poor Tom's attack was against the entire Higashikata family. If he'd gone outside, he would have died. And then the branch was taken. If he'd ventured outside at all through a window or door, Joby would have died immediately. I can't prove it, but I know something was going on. We can't trust that eldest son. I could tell by his attitude and how he talked. Jobin lit the fire. One way to look at it is if we were able to defeat poor Tom because the fire was lit, it's because of the fire that we were able to avoid everyone being killed. Poor Tom's stand were we poor Tom's stand. We were just on the brink of losing to that pressure attack. The fire was Jobin? Something's going on with Jobin. We need to keep an eye on him. I'll start the a stealth investigation. This the is a threat, sneaking right. mission, Snake. <laughs> <laughs> Jobin, huh? Uh. <laughs> Psychomantis? Jobin? I mean, Jobin? Fuck. Um, the threat right now is the people who are in the ambulance. We've got to get that branch back. Let's go. The number on the ambulance's license plate was 311. Oh, no. Yeah, I just thought, hang on. Oh, no. Hang on. No. No. He didn't just go there. No. I think think he dipped back in to, like, his, uh, like, gorgeous Irene, Magic Boy BT era, like, just slapping a name on a thing. No. He has good taste in music. Why? <laughs> Man, 311 has a lot has a lot of songs, huh? Oh I was, tra- God. I was trying to see if they have one about lighting things on fire. 311 sucks, dude. <laughs> Is it a dad band? Yes, but it's like the worst kind of dad band though. <laughs> They're like the worst kind of like white reggae second wave ska bullshit. <laughs> like they're so bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Oh, oh God! All right, so we get some uh, traced ass cars over here. Uh, yeah, traced ass everything. <laughs> when yeah, was the last Prius. time Iraqi freehanded a background? <laughs> I mean, maybe these trees. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> he just traced a Prius. Gate. You can even see the Prius logo. <laughs> yeah. Drawing cars is a fucking shoot. No, though. I'm not giving him shit for it. I'm just think it's funny that it's literally just a Prius. <laughs> yeah, um, and then we we have a lady getting out of this Prius. Um, it would help to see this in color, but I'm pretty sure she's wearing a transparent dress. 
like on purpose oh uh, oh yeah that makes sense yeah like a like like a plastic dress i don't know um i see her get out of the car pull out her underwear from her ass crack and go about her day <laughs> thanks jack <laughs> look i wanted to paint a picture oh uh, okay and a couple of rude crude dudes here let's mm-hmm. go let's fucking um, go so she i'm I assuming she's at the who, hospital yeah this is a hospital um i completely forgot who this lady was until they said her name but we have seen her before oh. gets in an elevator old lady coming to get on the elevator with her uh the mystery mystery woman hits the door close button right as the old lady is about to get there so established she's kind of a dick um he got you got a son he got you got a mitsubasan yes we've seen, yes so we have seen this lady before yeah, we we saw her in a family picture. Uh, okay. Yeah, and as she says yes, we see the old woman huffing and puffing up the stairs to the sixth floor where they are. Go right on into examination room D. Oh my God! Here's my this is my favorite Iraqi character design in a long time. This fucking doctor is so cool. <laughs> yeah, he's got like j- half Jort's hair. But he also just has a name tag that says doctor. Yeah. And that's my favorite part. I'll, I'll read for the doctor. Of course, of course. Ah, please have a seat, Higashikata Mitsubasan. How are you feeling today? My ears can't hear at all. My allergies are really acting up, and I keep having trouble breathing. It really hurts. Hmm. Seems your ears are working fine. He has two name tags that say doctor. <laughs> Holy shit, he has three. Oh my god. Oh my god. god. This, he's this so, is amazing. This I love this so man. Good. I like that his like his his like the neck part of his jacket has like a buckle on it for some reason. <laughs> Even you though you see these in like uh, hip like hip Asian fashion, like these kind uh, of okay. collars. Like you could buy this on eBay and have it not fit. Yeah, I love <laughs> if it. You'd it's, like. I I can't get over the three name tags and the jacket. Yeah, because like this like extremely has... impractical jacket to wear while you're being a doctor. And <laughs> oh my god, incredibly, it must be really hot too. Yeah, like he has a he has the doctor thing on his left breast, like normal. Then one slightly higher on his right shoulder, and then one on his back. Ooh. <laughs> <sighs> fantastic it's just my right ear that can't hear anything my left one can hear fine i think it's got to be anaphylaxis for my allergies this morning i stopped breathing and fell unconscious well let's have a look please lie back in the seat crunch 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 i guess he's like crunching on some seaweed (laughs) that's what i thought this was like he's got a fat stack of nori in this box Ah, my apologies i didn't get a chance to eat lunch yet I'll be done in just a moment. Do you mind? Crouch, 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 crouch. Crouch. We we uh, pan to the garbage can where we see that he eats a lot of this seaweed. <laughs> yeah, this has got to be just like stacks of dried seaweed. Mm-hmm. Like this is all this man eats. And then suddenly, oh, we get a better wounds. close up on the name tags. It goes capital D, tiny little O, capital C, capital T, tiny little O, R. Dick, 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 talk. I guess. Dick, talk. <laughs> Oh, Lord. And looms over Mitsuba. Puts on his gloves. Start, starts touching her head. I'm going to touch your hair now. Pulls her hair back. Oh, <sighs> she's a rock person. 
well, she's had equivalent exchange done, and it looks gross. Yep. Well, isn't the Rock people just people that have lost their whole body to the Rockakaka? I don't think so. I think Rock people are a separate species, and they deal in the Rockakaka. I think the turning bits of you into a rock is kind of like coincidence, but I guess we'll see in a couple years. Yeah, in a couple years. (laughs) You know, Jack, Uh, you know what's funny that I was thinking about? I'm going to be able to play Kingdom Hearts 3 before Jojolian ends. Yeah, isn't isn't that a funny thing? Huh? Yeah, what a fucking world, right? <laughs> yeah, I think the be- I think the meter stick we need to use for this is like, will the Final Fantasy VII remake come out before Jojolian is finished? Oh yeah, that- I mean here's the thing. It's it, you know what? It's really kind of sad, but I think everybody just kind of wants it to like wrap it up. <laughs> People want answers, like because he's doing a lot of mystery box bullshit. Answers like, the questions that I don't think are going to be answered. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll see. It's so hard to do a monthly manga like this and keep up momentum. Yeah. It's so hard. It's like reading this in one shot, I think, will be fine. Yeah. Um, but Doctor sees this, stops, takes off his gloves. He clearly knows what's going on here. Oh, yeah. He's, he exactly knows. Mm-hmm. Okay. All done. I don't see anything at all unusual. We didn't see any issues in the results room from your blood test a few days ago either. You're in perfect health. <laughs> I can't hear out of my right ear at all, and this morning I had these awful convulsions and collapsed unconscious. Higashikata-san, your ear can hear perfectly well. You've just convinced yourself that you can't. Just to be sure, I'll be giving you the usual atopy... Atopy? Yeah, atopy medicine. Atopy medicine. I still haven't had lunch, so if you wouldn't mind, I'd like to continue eating. Is that all right? Crunch, 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 crunch. Oh, atopy is like a uh, tendency to develop allergic to de- diseases. Okay. Oh, okay. So it's allergy medicine. Whatever. That works. Crunch, 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 crunch. The first time I came to this hospital, it was because my chest was sagging. Then I got treatment to lift them. Yes. Of course, I'm very appreciative of that. I love how they are now. They're in wonderful shape like they were in my teens. But in exchange, then my teeth got worse. 24 of them. My teeth became like rocks. I started drooling and nothing I ate tasted good anymore. Whenever I was in front of people, I always had to cover my mouth like this. Higashikata-san. I don't think there's any casual relation to this matter. The shape of your breasts and your teeth are completely unrelated. What's more, uh, both of them have been fully treated. First you did my breasts, and then you treated my teeth, and now my right ear is like this. It's like a rock, I can't hear anything. Shh, please relax, ma'am. Looms over her again. Take deep, slow breaths. You're perfectly fine. It's all okay. There are no problems to speak of. Water. Would you mind if I drank some? It's a supplement with a high concentration of silicon. Do you mind if I indulge? No, go go right ahead. Uh, slurp, 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 slurp. <laughs> so he chugs this water bottle, and uh, so as I explained earlier, there's something wrong with you. The hardening of the skin on your head and such isn't anything life-threatening. I'll issue your medicine, but even I sometimes get hard skin on my hand at times. Would you like to see? 
My hair is a bit crunchy. No thanks. I've kept it a secret from my husband that this hospital gave me such pretty shaped breasts. I do let my husband touch them, but he hasn't noticed them in that way. He didn't notice when my teeth were like rocks either. Though recently he's been doting on our ten-year-old son quite a bit, keeping him close. So when he goes to kiss me, he'll bring his arm behind my ear. My child will notice the skin under my hair. When a child notices something, they always ask why. Please, doctor, you're always so good at treating me. I want to look perfect. Please, you've got to help me. He picks up the phone, whisper, 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 puts the phone whisper, down. Whisper, whisper, whisper. Oh, hmm. One time only, Higashikata-san. If this is a one-time situation, then I'm able to help. I have a perfect treatment method. I haven't recommended this to any other patients thus far. It's a very special treatment that's not legally recognized or known. Medically speaking, it's the newest of the new. Because of that, it's extraordinarily high-priced. I have money. Money has been no object from the start. 200 million yen. That's a one-time only price. 200 million yen. And you're sure you can perfectly cure this rock-like skin? Just to make things perfectly clear, Higashikata-san, you are in healthy condition. This is your decision to make. On a TV... Orchard fire, 600 high-priced fruit trees decimated. The Yigashikata Fruit Parlor's land of over 16,500 square meters. Orchard fire. The fire in the orchard of the second largest producer of fruit nationwide. The Yigashikata Fruit Parlor. Only spread within the estate grounds, so it was extinguished last night. However, what caused the outbreak of the fire is still under investigation. Oh, oh hey, look, it's Yasuo our number here. one perfect flower, Yatsuho. Oh, my God. <laughs> In the lobby of this hospital. Mm-hmm. The, the news is still talking. Oh, shit, is it? Yeah. It's still under investigation? Only spread. No, I... Only spread within the estate grounds, and so it was... Yeah, ex- I said that. Oh, you said that? Wow, I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's getting late. Oh, boy. Josuke and Mamazuka Rai, the plant appraiser I called, and they said they were both fine, but... With the branch taken and all, I wonder if they're really okay. Ugh. Menstrual pain and feeling depressed. Huh? And we see Mitsubasan in a wheelchair being wheeled by the weird doctor man. And I think... No, okay, I thought that was a fourth name tag, but I think it's just something he's holding. Mm-hmm. That woman, isn't that the one who's always hiding her mouth with her hand? Mitsubasan. Tsurugi-chan's mom. Zooms hmm. in. Zooms in. Oh, boy. <sighs> and we see that Nitsuba-san's lower legs, her shins, this time she entirely rotted away. Yep, she traded her rock. face for her legs now. Mm, can't walk no more. Bad appearance. Time until the harvest of the rock fruit. Ten days, 19 hours, and six minutes. You know what? When I saw this little thing at the end here, I was like, whoa, are we actually going to be on some like fast-paced shit every month now? Uh, probably not. No. We're going to end up seeing this countdown at the end of every chapter for like the next year. Guaranteed. <laughs> Rest Don't in peace, Jack. Don't say it. Mm. 
Don't thank it. You know what's funny is that when I go back to the homepage on Manga Dex and it's just like, oh, the eighth story arc of JoJo. Following the Great East Japan earthquake, Morio has been stricken by vast earthen protrusions known as the Wall Eyes. Yeah, that's still a that's still a plot point. Right. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, Jack, it upsets me. It's 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 just one of those I'm not mad, I'm disappointed kind of situations. <laughs> I get it. I get it. It's it's just a thing. It it sucks, but what can you do? No, I mean it's still enjoyable at the end of the day. So I like the characters. I like the art style. I like a lot about it. Just the plot is going nowhere. Going nowhere fast. <laughs> Look, man, we need that slow burn. We need that three years of burn so we can. Oh, I, I hope in like five years when this is all over, I can look back at myself and be like, "Wow, Andy's an idiot." I hope. Yeah, yeah. Those like the those four years on the the ski lit, the ski slope were vital in uh, <laughs> the whatever. It's all gonna payoff. come back to the weird superfly pastiche that was plot critical. <laughs> oh God! Well, all right, we're, we're done here. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess we're done here. You know what? I'm not. I'm trying not to be mad. That was two solid back-to-back Tajolian chapters. So I'll take what I can get. That's been another. Yeah. yeah. Slurp it off the ground. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, that's another episode of What a Beautiful Podcast. Send us. Send us off, Jack. Send us off. Uh oh yeah. Uh, you find us on Google Play soundcloud like us on itunes give us a rating drop us a comment let those apple folks know what you think of us yeah uh you can talk to us on at jojo underscore cast on twitter uh i post i post the show links to the show every week on the subreddit r slash stardust crusaders just just take check us out tell your friends about us yeah once the part five anime starts, it's gonna be hog wild. Oh yeah, you can look forward to our coverage. <laughs> I think it's just gonna be a lot of yelling. Yeah, so oh. the way I'm envisioning it is, once that actually comes out, we'll just do like a short review of each episode. Yeah, giant that's... air quotes review. It's gonna be fantastic. I can't, can't fucking wait. wait. Can't I wait, can't, can't wait. wait. But. Thank you for listening as always, guys. We'll see you next time. Catch you later, guys.